0: I've got the slow season blues, baby. Da-na-na-na, no customers coming in. I got the slow season blues, baby. Da-na-na-na-na, and there's no customers coming in. I got slow season blues, baby. And all the money is pouring away. I gotta change that one too. But when I see a tourist and some luggage get all excited i can't help myself Da-na-na-na-na. okay that's kind of like a blue song i guess this is jim the keys bartender i just wanted to open up with something different and i think we're in the midst of slow season it just seems like that last night we sent somebody home we've had a you know little rush of people right around eight thirty. 30 Uh, but that's the way it is, you know, where it's tropical storm season, you got all this activity in the Caribbean basin, so people are thinking, well, why chance it? There could be a hurricane. Well, yeah, it could be, but, you know, right now there doesn't seem to be any, but it, it is, we are getting a significant amount of precipitation. We are. And the roads are empty, and you can get you know the prices. Oh, I did mention last week we were going down. We uh, earlier this week we were down in Abby and I were in the, in Key West, and we had a great time. The prices had dropped. I, you know, heard me mention before that the lodging prices were outrageous, but they turned on a dime. I guess when reservations opened up and there weren't a lot of people, so there's some good deals to be gotten. Up until, I guess, Fantasy Fest. Fantasy Fest is another one. It's going to cost like $3,000 for five days or something like that. Maybe more. That, that'd that be pretty cheap, actually. So, you know Fantasy Fest down here. If you're not familiar with the keys, Fantasy Fest is right around Halloween. And the first, uh, you know, it's one weekend before Halloween and they have... Parades and all these things, and people get all dressed up. And one night, it's almost all body paint, so a lot of naked people. And there's some nice naked people down there, some nice looking uh, uh, women and men. I'm sure there's you know some guys. I, I don't really check them out as much, but they're really good looking. And and there's some not so, but they're free they're free to uh when i say not so i shouldn't say that i'm not no body shaming here but there's some people that like to get naked you don't think traditionally like getting naked about uh when we were down abby and i were down this past weekend week and i call it weekend it was monday and tuesday but monday night we're out and about i had uh we had just eaten we're going around and Abby started talking about going to the Garden of Eden and the Garden of Eden is the third floor of the bowl it's a bar on Deval Street second floor is the whistle whistler inn or something like that and the third one's the Garden of Eden and the Garden of Eden is clothing optional and in the daytime if you go there there's people that come up and they do a little nude sunbat- sunbathing on the deck and have a couple drinks and just one of those things. And Abby says, let's go. Now, I have this feeling when I go into a clothing optional place, if I'm wearing clothes, then I'm a voyeur. And if I'm not wearing clothes, I'm a participant. And I don't want to be a voyeur. But I didn't really want to do that. wasn't in the mood. Wasn't in the mood. But I've been taking care of myself, so I didn't feel so bad. But I didn't go and you know, it's a whole... You got all this clothes on. I mean, you got my wallet. You got my shoes. You got shirt, belt, phone. And I have to take it off. And I don't know. They may have lockers there or something like that. I'm really not comfortable with that. Putting my clothes in a locker, you know, in case, you know, there's a... A fire drill or something going on. I don't really want to go on the street. But then again, if there is, I would. And... You know, it's kind of funny if I did, but we went up, suffice it to say, we went up there with our clothes on. I'm thinking, oh, I'm just doing this to make Abby's happy. And we go up there and, uh, and Abby should have taken her clothes off, but she didn't take her clothes off either. And we arrive up and people see us coming up, up the steps and there we are. And there's nobody naked, which is great. I'm not a voyeur, but I look like a voyeur, someone is hoping to be a voyeur because we looked around. We didn't get a drink because everyone's wearing clothes. And if they weren't wearing clothes, if everyone wasn't wearing clothes, I probably would have done the same. I would have turned around and walked down. There was no option. Otherwise, you know, I would have just—I guess I would have just stripped down, or something like that. But that was my experience next time next time I go there I'll I'll make sure I strip down but I get, that'll be my thing that encouraged me to work out that'll be my incentive to keep on working out I always incentive it's not beach body anymore it's just not looking horrible while you're naked and I guess it helps if you're slightly excited because you want to walk around with half I don't I want to go into details about it for guys, but you don't want to be going in there looking like a scared turtle, or a certain part of your party, but part of your body looking like a scared turtle. So, we covered the stupid blues song that I did, which I wrote. You could tell not; it's not you know, it's not, it's not perfect. And then we talked about being naked and stuff like that, but. I went and I mentioned that there were slow season blues and you may recall that there was consternation originally so many people were down here and it's a pain in the ass living in a tourist town dual, there's dual conflicting sentiments one is it's a pain in the ass when the roads are busy and all this stuff and you go to a grocery store and there's tons of people in the grocery store and all this shit but then you go to work and there's a ton of people in there and you make money and when there's nobody around, there's nobody in the grocery store, blah, 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 blah. And then you don't have any money really to spend a lot. Spend a lot. So it's either a dearth or a lack of or too many. Instead, there's a happy medium. We were very fortunate since um, the Keys opened back in May of 2020. It was May 2020, right? Yeah. I saying that right, May 2020? Yeah, May 2020, when we opened up, we were pretty busy the whole time. We went right through it. We had a little dip in the fall. That was it. Um, Kids were still doing their uh, classes remotely, so it didn't really matter where they were. So we had people going on vacation. I never really understood when we were Monday and Tuesday we were down in Key West. Yeah, there are things for kids to do. There's water sports and all that, but Key West is and like New Orleans or Las Vegas is more of a adult playground. Right? It's more of an adult. There are things to do. Yes, there are, but Duval Street is almost all debauchery. It's food, drink, you know, strip clubs, you know, um, those, uh, the entertainment we got. Not that, it's not for the family, but the, 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 uh, the cross-dressers and all that stuff. It's great. It's a great time. But I never really, when you see a family come in with, we saw one of them when we were having lunch just one, one in particular we, we had an opportunity to look at but there's a whole bunch of them with four kids all under the age of 11 going from like 3 to, to 10 four of them and you go what the fuck's that all about? The parents are drinking stuff like that and, you know, it's, and at night what are you going to do with the kids then? Right? And they didn't look like the kind of people that brought the grandparents along and say, hey, you're going to stay home with the kids. We're going to go out and drink. Because that's what there is to do at night. You go to Mallory Square, watch the stuff, walk around a little, get some candy. And then there's drunk people all over the place, which I don't know if you necessarily want to do that. I, I know I may be pissing off some of the people down in Key West, but I'm not trying to. I'm saying there's more of an adult playground. So... And there wasn't a lot of people there. It was at like 25% capacity. Maybe. Maybe 25%. Because there were some bars you walk into. And there's maybe eight people. We walked into Captain Tony's. And I was going to ask for to get a drink for Abby. And see if they had any 0% beer. And we waited like three, four minutes. And the guy did not even turn around and look at us. There was only four people other than Abby and I, there were four people at the bar. Two of them had drinks. One, uh, two women, older women. And they're waving money at the guy. And there were two other people. And the guy doesn't even turn around. It was uh, Monday... Was it Monday night? Monday afternoon? Young fell. And we just sat there. And I go, oh, well, we could... If we want to be ignored, we don't have to be sitting here. We can just walk down the street and be ignored. And that that I I really don't understand that where people don't acknowledge you and just say hey when you walk in hey I'll be right with you I'm busy but this guy wasn't busy I mean he could have been busy with something busy doing nothing but that was it it sounds like I'm complaining I wasn't because I mean if someone doesn't want me to part with my money I'm happy to accommodate them if I don't have to tip you by you not providing any service that's perfectly fine with me I will not begrudge I will not insult you with me giving you money because obviously you don't need any so the business being what it is we have Friday night rolling around we're uh we get people calling and say hey is there any live entertainment like yeah this time of year you're lucky live entertainment there's virtually no one around and You said, well, if you had live entertainment, yeah, they'll just miraculously appear. If you have somebody playing a banjo and someone playing a washboard, there'll just be like 50 people show up and they'll spend tons of money. Chances are you don't make the difference in what you pay to person. You know? Because if people want to eat and drink, they're going to go and do that. So we're ready for that. Uh, Recently, you heard my also my travails with over the past year and a half. I'm fortunate enough to be able to lose weight. I might like, I'm not gloating. I had my surgery and I was losing weight during that. During COVID, everyone has you know, some people got in great shape during COVID. I am a gym rat. I like going to the gym. I, I, originally when I came down here, I did a lot, I would run, do calisthenics and stuff like that, and that kept me in shape. That was like 15 years ago. But then in the intervening years, I was going to the gym, and sometimes, depending on what incentivized me to go to the gym, originally I went to the gym to make myself as presentable and attractive to the opposite sex. You know, just trying to, you know, Trying to put a silk hat on a pig—that's what they call it. You know, you can't put a silk hat. Yes, you can put a silk hat on a pig. Sometimes the pig looks good in the silk hat, sometimes not. So me being fit is better for me than me looking unfit. That's the way it was looking. And then when I got together, I and mean, yeah, obviously when you're in a committed relationship, you think, well, why am I doing it now? Well, with the illness, it reminded me. I said, oh, I better be healthy. And eventually, you know. There's all these things because I have, you know, had that thing removed. And I said, if my body's healthy, then I'm able to withstand any of the things you really can't control. Like COVID. You know, there's a lot of people, people that are obese. They really took a toll on people that are overweight. COVID. A lot of, most of the people that died and a lot of people aren't, were in... I don't no body shaming here, but they were in less I'd say below mediocre shape. So I've been committed watching what I eat. Today I ate some burger and some sweet potatoes instead of and no bread. So trying to eat lean, trying to build up the remaining muscle, not lose as much muscle, and trying to lose the fat and do do all those things. So when I'm at work Every so often there's someone that comes in that hasn't been in for a couple months and I'll get one thing or the other. I get a comment and say, hey man, you're looking good. You lose a lot of weight, blah, blah, blah. You're, you're working out a lot. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's other people going, hey, you're getting skinny. Now these people tend to have a little extra weight to them. And they're saying, hey, that doesn't look healthy. <laughs> there is a distinct difference between the two comments. You look fit, or you look like getting a little skinny, like you're ill. Now, I guess with my illness and stuff like that, but I mean, I think I carry myself like I'm fit. So I'm thinking in my head, I go, wow, I'm I'm building up this thing. Why are these people saying this? Why are you saying that? And then I'm thinking, wait a second, it doesn't fucking matter what anybody says. Hence, the title of the show will be, fuck that noise. And when I'm talking about noise, I'm talking about those things in your head. When someone says something to you and you're at work and there's there's people that are dismissive in the service industry to people to try to talk down to you, not pay attention to you, be nonchalant, and we try to read into it sometimes. We don't know. That person could be deathly shy, Right? or socially inept and they don't know what to say and you only have a couple things they can say right you don't know you don't know what that person is going through but your brain and my brain will gladly come up with a scenario or a narrative so when someone says to me hey you're looking skinny I said, what are you thinking I look unhealthy I'm getting skinny I'm, uh, you know when I was much younger I always wanted to be bigger Muscular, and right, I am. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of, for, for my age, I'm pretty good. And you know, I'm about two twenty six four. My waist. I'm a, no bragging right there. I'm around thirty one inch waist right now, but I'm really working hard on my core. I'm not trying to get six pack abs. I'm just trying to balance out my abs and my back. I want my back to be strong, and in order to have a strong back, I want to have a strong back. You know, that's just the whole thing, and I know. How I feel at the end of the day. So logic would say doesn't matter what someone says. Matter of fact, one of the books I mentioned that I enjoy reading is The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And one of them is take nothing personal. Don't take anything anybody does personal. Meaning that you don't know what's going through their head and all that stuff. You don't know what they're going through. So it just happened. Meaning they said that. There doesn't have to be any more meaning than that. And that's the good and the bad. Right? The good and the bad. So someone says something, we read a little too much into it. Guys, girls, they all do it when um, a young, attractive if you're an older guy and young, attractive girl says hello to you and is sweet and stuff like that, you're thinking, hey, man, I think she's hitting on me. I think she's attracted to me. I may have a shot. Well, that's not necessarily true. It could be because you look like a favorite uncle. Or you look like a the friendly neighbor next door. Or it could be just because she's a kind person. And she's always that way. She treats people like... I might as well treat everyone as if they're a friend because otherwise, what's the use? That was a line from... I think it was kind of... I kind of paraphrase it, but it was from the movie Silverado by Kevin Kline. He was talking to Scott Glenn after he got jumped by some cowboys he trusted. That he, he he's not going to... He doesn't want to be one of those guys that's just distrustful. He might as well just treat everyone as if you're friends. So that that's what some people do. I... I kind of understand that and do that. I'm not always that way. Sometimes I'm wary of that. But I, I like that. But I, I digress once again. Whenever anybody says things, like your boss at work, when they go and do something and they're trying to explain something to you, and they're, they're, they seem to be agitated. And they're telling you about something. and You may take it personally and say, this person's trying to read me the riot act. Because they're saying I do this and they have to explain it. You, you're afraid. They're afraid sometimes when someone has to tell you something they have to couch their comments because they're worried that they're going to insult you instead of just saying that. I mean some people out there hey you're putting on a little weight aren't you? Now you might think that's a heartless comment. I think it's you know something you do, you shouldn't say, but in an ideal world, if you are putting on weight, you are putting on weight. You might as well just accept it. If you're that sensitive about it, you could try to do something about it, and not internalize everything, like I did with that comment. I, I do all these things, and I'm thinking in my head, when you're tired and you're you're weary and you're pissed off. You have a tendency, your brain has a tendency to just tell you things. It'd be happy to feel, it always fills in that blank space. When someone's something, your brain is a powerful, powerful thing. And remember the movie Sybil, you know, the split personality disorder? Well, you have different, we do, I think everyone has it. They have internal voices in their heads, internal voices. Just your brain is talking to you. There's a lot of shit going on. Your brain handles. You know, it handles automatic stuff like heart beating, breathing, digestion. It it does all this amazing stuff. And then it analyzes information. It it, just visually, your brain processing information is huge. It's huge. They haven't perfected that uh, in self-driving cars yet. Where anybody with half decent set of, you know, eyesight and all that stuff, they can see that the difference between a squirrel and a child on the street—you'll be able to discern that, or some a piece of paper that blows out there and not. You know, you never—you're you're, you are constantly in the process of processing information, and in the spare time, your brain is coming up with narratives of the conversations that you're having. Oh, what do they mean by that? Someone's talking to you. Last night, while I was working, it was two different times. Someone asked me, what do you like to be called? Jim, Jimmy, James? And I explained to him, I said, well... And I, I went, well, it really doesn't matter what someone calls me, right? But if I introduce myself as Jim, I like to be called Jim. And if someone calls me Jimmy, when my, my dad called me Jimmy, my sister called me Jimmy. Um, you know, I had friends in Philadelphia that called me that. But mostly they call me Jim or Jimbo. I did mention James. I used to like him when uh, women, women called me James. I still like him when women call me James. I think he's sexy. It's kind of a turn on. James. And you say it the right way. Um, I, don't, I don't appreciate guys calling me James. But, I mean, it's an informal situation, James, and call me James. But that's the thing about your head. You say, why the hell is this person calling me that? And I'm trying to practice that. I am not the perfect person. I am not, when I do this podcast, I am clearly admitting that I'm so far away from my ideal of what I'd like to be. But I know what I would like to be. How about that? that? That's a good thing to say. So when someone says, you know, I had someone call me Larry for the longest time. Hey, Larry, Larry. And a guy came up and says, how come you didn't correct me to Larry? I said, well, I've been called much worse than Larry. And he go, what? Like, what? No, George. I have been no, not jo- Larry or George. I've been called asshole, shithead, motherfucker, all those things. I didn't throw those in just to keep my explicit thing on there, but I've been called those things. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things. And then with the intent behind it, and a lot of times now as I get older, I realize, say, they, well, they're not, sometimes they're not calling me that. They're angry. And sometimes when someone doesn't like me automatically in the beginning, it's all right. It's all right. When I was younger, that really caused a lot of distress a lot of distress when someone didn't like me huh how can you not like me? I'm a nice guy it it, it, it what it, it kind of put my whole persona under attack I felt as if my persona was under attack well I mean it's, it's if you want to look at it in a positive way, sometimes if you heard the old saying, it's not the quality of your friends that define the person, but the quality of your enemies. So if certain people dislike you and they're not the kind of people you really want to be in you know, compromising positions with or being associated with, then that's actually a good thing. Not that you should actively seek to have nemesis. This nemesis, nemesai, nemesay, nemesis, nemesises out there. You shouldn't consciously seek them out. Opponents, antagonists or protagonists. It's just the way it works out. But your head will tell you things and you're, you know, so, well, why don't they like me? Why does she like me? Does this? And it it's really creeps up, I think, most deeply for me is in my closest personal relationships, my friends and, you know, my romantic relationship with Abby and my daughter, Sky. The way they talk to me, the way they think, I will, my, my brain will fill in the blanks. Like, why are they doing this? Why are they treating me this way? And we take it Personally. you know take it take it personally that's why we got to really be careful what we say to people sometimes you know if you don't have anything good to say you can say i'm not i'm not at my best today i am not at my best there's a woman that comes to my spin class this week i i filled in for a couple so nice i got 3 spin classes i'm teaching and i get to go on lift weights and all that stuff while i'm there and She's uh, a couple years older than Abby and I. I, I don't to mention her name, uh, but because but she's always been like a big fan. Always says the nicest, sweetest things. And sometimes I can't summon up the energy to match her energy. But she's always happy, always excited. And I try to think, you know what? I really appreciate you, and I'm going to make sure I mention, and I mention it. To Abby all the time, and tell when you run into her, tell her how much she means to us and all that stuff. And it's really a sweet woman. And I at the at the point when it's 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 a good thing, I guess, that I'm worried that I'm not able to match the positive energy all the time. Sometimes I come in and I'm just I'm just working to get by, meaning I'm not over or anything like that. You're just the well is dry sometimes when you had your your I don't know if it's serotonin or, or anything. You're not generally always gleeful. I'm generally, I have to say, in the middle, the happy most of the time. In the middle, meaning neither happy nor sad, and 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 sometimes I get a little angst ridden, and that's when your your brain. You know your brain piles up when you say you know someone smiles at you. you may read that a different way. Someone frowns at you, walks away from you. You read it, and sometimes it's great just to let it go. Just to let it go. Just not, not even worry about it. If it's not critical to you performing your function or why you're here today, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm, I I try not to. There's some people that come in, I have to be the police officer sometimes, I have to put on the daddy pants, I say daddy pants, but it could be the mommy pants, but uh, at work where I have to say, no, you're not allowed to do that, you're not allowed to get aggressive, I don't let people get aggressive, I try to nip it in the bud, The shout, I stop it at the shouting, because, you know, after the shouting, that's when sometimes comes a physical altercations before the shouting and stuff like that but i have a tendency to try to nip it in the bud i'm not saying hey look at me i'm a great guy or anything like that and it kind of pisses me off too and it's hard to get in that good mood after that but and get back to zero i guess where i'd like to be pretty happy because every moment is a new moment right right no matter how boring it is, the way I look at it, the, the thing about slow season, you see, you see your regulars a lot more often because there's nobody new to counterbalance that, and you get new regulars. We got new regulars coming in town. We have this couple that comes in, and this guy, I guess his family's. There's a couple big sites named after his family in the in the area. There's some old families down here, not old like Boston old from the you know late 1600s onwards, but from, you know, 100 100 years down here. People that families have been having for several generations. And I overheard them say, oh, yeah, this is so-and-so. And I said, oh, and they go, how about you? And I said, well, and I mentioned the name of the guy that actually created all the, well, not really created all this, but really did the most to ensure the continued um, success of the keys, and that was Flagler, the guy that bit the railroad down here, and and subsequently became the Overseas Highway. But there was a railroad built in the early part of 20th century, started in the late part of the 19th century. So Flagler is one of the older ones down here because there was in Key Largo was just a small bird when I think I don't even know if they had a Post office. They may have had a post office prior to the railroad. It was all Key West. There was Key West and a couple places in between, you know, small, small uh, settlements. But Key West was the largest town in, in the Florida Keys, and Flagler helped facilitate the development of the Keys by building the railroad down here. There probably wouldn't have been the movie Key Largo if it wasn't for Flagler, because then, because there wouldn't have been hotels in Key Largo and something, or they would have developed later. Would have developed in, because the, they had the railroad and people take the railroad all the way down there. I did. I mean, I'm getting off subject right here. I was. I guess my ego was hurt when someone came. Hey, I'm very important because my family's been down there for a while and they got a couple. They got a park named after them and all this stuff. And, and look, look at me, I'm important too. Well, so what? You're, you already are important. You're, important. you're here. You're Your consciousness that exists in the universe where there is a dearth of consciousness. Unless you're like in the panpsychism or something like that. But when I say a dearth, there's not a lot of consciousness going on in the galaxy, in the rest of the solar system. It's mainly Earth. Unless someone, you know, hidden underneath the moon, uh, one of the moons of Jupiter, and maybe Europa or something like that, there's a secret society of aliens. Uh, There's not a lot of it all around. And, I mean, if you take the universe as a whole, there could be a ton of it. But there's a lot of places where it isn't, too. So you're unique just by the virtue of being existent. Might as well make the most out of it. Most of it, making the most of it would be not to worry about the intentions of what people say or do around you. I mean, sometimes you have to act upon it. Meaning if someone threatens you, you got to protect yourself or you know, file a restraining order or something like that. If someone wants to fire you or you know, if you're in a romantic relationship and their intention is to leave you, yes, you have to file that, stuff like that. But these other things that don't need actions they preoccupy our time all the time and i guess because we learned sometimes we didn't pay attention to things that were done or said and it kind of came around and bit us in the ass and then we finally say "You better pay attention to everything well not everything is important not everything needs to be responded to and you're you know have to it. it's just the way it is and i'm going to try to endeavor doing that this weekend I do appreciate everyone for listening. Um, If you like the show, please share it with your friends. I promise not to sing anymore. I know I did a, I I may have done something very wrong by doing my attempt at my blues song, but what the fuck? It's my show. I could do it, but I do appreciate you for listening. And if you do like it, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's Keys Bartender on Facebook. Twitter, or Instagram. Send me an email at com if you have any comments. If you like the show, just say hello. Tell me where you're from, who you are. Okay? Uh, I, I am not doing the show so I can meet someone romantically. I'm sure you're a great person and things like that, but I'm already in a relationship, so uh, there's no need for that. I do appreciate it. I do. I, I can... I can like people as friends, but uh, chances are I'm not going to change my relationship status because of some messages I get. And I get some messages every so often. Not too many. Not a ton of Maybe Maybe 30 years ago, if I started. 30 years ago, there wasn't even a venue for this, was there? Uh, once again, thank you. If you like the show, share it with your friends. Uh, your family, and if you'd like to send me, like I said, I'm repeating myself. If you're in the Keys, uh, come to the Catch Restaurant, Mile Marker 102, Oceanside. Uh, we're open Tuesday through Sunday. We'll, sometimes we're closed on Monday, sometimes not. I'm sorry to say that, but they're going to because of labor. But I'm there a lot of times, and if you are coming down, you may want to drop me a message to say that you're coming down to jim at keysbartender.com and tell me that you're coming. Thank you very much and have a great day. I'm going to end with this music which is much better than my blues singing. Bye.